Hey, welcome to the table. You're with Andy Mason and Janine Mason. And we are talking about the messy intersection of faith, family, and business. And today we thought we'd give you an update on what we're hearing God say. And the whole why behind this is Matthew 4, 4. We don't live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God, which means that we're not just listening and going after best practice or our business plan, but we're constantly listening to what God is saying because one word from him changes everything. So what we're going to unpack is how we hear, what we're hearing God say, and then what we're doing as a result of it. Sounds good. So let's just dive right in. Isn't it great having Janine with us? Hey, y'all. Good to be here. And if you haven't noticed, just look in the background. Look at that beautiful paint. What have we been doing this weekend? We painted the whole office, so it's not just a little bit that you can see. I did consider doing that at one point, but actually the whole office is painted. Yeah, so we're super happy with the just gradually coming together, and we're sitting on a couple of chairs with a a, a blanket over the window. <laughs> there's some there's some things that are still working in the their way. The are coming, though. We're improving, which is... We're getting there. And why is it we even talking about this? Because some of that's the part of growing and expanding and leaning into one of the things that God's told us, which is about favor and increase. But we're going to come back to that. But first, how do we hear God? Well, I think the first thing is that it's the intentional leaning in to hear God. So that means uh, for us, for me, I'm spending more time in prayer, more time in the Word, actually just making space literally in my schedule to make sure that I've got time to hear. Because hearing from God sometimes happens on the fly, and I love it when that happens, but sometimes it's because I intentionally slow down and tune my ears and as it were. So time in the Word, uh, reading the Scripture, asking Him to speak through the Scripture. So it's not just a, I'm going to read the Word because I have to read the Word but it's actually reading to hear and not hearing for other people, not hearing for the neighbor that you're annoyed with or your husband or your wife that you're annoyed with to give them a message, but actually hearing to build connection with him and letting him speak to your heart. Yeah, so obviously that's one of our daily disciplines is the spiritual discipline of reading the scripture and actually connecting with God in it through that. I journal, so journaling is a big part of that for me. And then one of the other things we've been doing, oh, Oh, and when I hear God, like I'll be hearing God, Janine will hear God, and then we take the dogs. We got three dogs. I was going to put some descriptors on that, but I don't need to. <laughs> we, we take these dogs for a walk every morning in our small neighborhood, and we dialogue together over what we're hearing. And that can sometimes lead to questions that Janine will ask me that will result in alignment or realignment. And for example, of that, you can go back, it's like episode 166 where I actually realized that I was believing lies. How did that happen? Because as I went walking with Janine, she's like, yeah, you're believing lies about that. You should ask the Holy Spirit as we're walking. So you're it's welcome. this continual dialogue. <laughs> I think the other thing we were talking about is how do we hear God? With So obviously scripture, obviously prayer, obviously journaling. But then there's also recently we've been to, uh, we're a part of a local church. So we're hearing themes of what God's speaking through that. Uh, we just went to our first conference in Pennsylvania. It was fantastic at Life Center. Todd White, Bishop Garlington really impacted me. So cool. And just being in the worship and hearing, I think I heard from the speakers, but as I heard as much in the worship as I did through the speakers, just the Lord talking to me. The other thing that um, I've increased, Andy's probably been better at this all along, but I'm listening when I'm at the gym, I'm on 
on the treadmill or I'm on the Stairmaster and I've got my uh, headphones in and I'm listening to podcasts and I'm actually re-listening to prophetic words that have sat there and I've kind of meant to transpose them and just I haven't and so I'm re-listening to those and just feeding myself on what the Lord is saying. So what is he saying to me personally? That's the prophetic word part. But what is he saying? So some of those things of in Bethel Church, just listening, because you again, you hear the theme that's bigger than just the little church perhaps that you're a part of. But what is he saying across the body? Regionally, guys? nationally, nationally, internationally. Yeah, it's fantastic. So we're constantly leaning into that. And then uh, the other thing is every single week we're a part of a live community that's having a business membership community that's sharing stories of what God's doing all over yeah, the world. And then we focus strategically and tactically in prayer. So if you are not part of that yet, jump onto heavenandbusiness.com backslash free dash trial and join us. Grow in your relationship with God at work. That's great. So there's a whole heap of things. Listen, read, watch, hear, dialogue, engage. Slow down. Listen more. <laughs> yeah, listen more. There's, listen to your spouse. Yeah. That's always a good one. And, always awkward and kind of painful because I think sometimes our spouse is the one we least want to hear from. But actually, God does speak to us. Yeah, and my life is so much better when I listen, especially <laughs> if I listen first time around. That's helpful. So those are some of the things in terms of how we hear God. In terms of what we're hearing God say, if I jump in first, uh, one of the phrases, Exodus 33 verse 1 says, get going. And so uh, pretty direct. Is, it's pretty direct. <laughs> it's like it jumped off the pages as I was reading it. And then verse 14, it says, and I will go with you. So it's this sense of, it's almost like we've been in a two-year hiatus with COVID, with crazy stuff going all over the place for us transitioning. And God's saying, get going. Like you've, you've camped here long enough. Now get moving, advance, expand, grow, multiply, uh, get the strategy to move forward. Don't just stand there. Don't be passive, but move forward. Well, and the good thing about that is when God says get going, you have to say, well, what do we get going doing? And so it causes, you know, you go through that cycle again. Okay, I heard get going, and now I have to hear get going with what? Which there's a million things I could do. Which ones are the priorities? So you go back into that place of hearing again for the next level of detail and the next level of strategy, which it's just an ongoing thing. So one of the things that I'm hearing is not just business as usual, and uh, really the Lord dropped it into my heart. And so I have used that phrase just to motivate myself of, like to re-examine everything I'm doing. So not just business as usual. So that means for heaven and business, asking the question again, how are we doing things? What are we doing? So one of those things was our, our weekly live call where we had sort of a format that we were using and uh, we talked about, okay, what does it look like to not just, just do business as usual for that live call? And so that's resulted in us in the last three or four weeks just having some real fun as we hear from the Lord, what does he want to do? What does he want it to look like? And busting out of our normal, our normal thing was great, but busting out, out of our normal thing. The other thing that that's meant is that, is this is probably ruffling some feathers, but we sit in a different place in church uh, every week and everyone's got their sort of normal spot and we go and sit and we try not to sit in the, the exact spot that we see somebody sitting in every week. But we are mixing it up. And the beauty of that is we're getting to meet different people. And it just is keeping it fresh for us. So instead of sort of going there and this is what we do every week, it's just, it gives you a different perspective and um, it's keeping it fresh. 
trying to be responsive to what the Holy Spirit's doing. So that means for me sometimes going up the front in worship, which I actually don't enjoy in the natural. I'd rather just be in a quiet space where nobody feels like people are watching, but intentionally saying, if I want to see a different result, if I want to lean in, then I have to get uncomfortable. So no more business as usual, no more church as usual, no more just family life as usual, no more church as usual. And and for us with Kevin and Business, um, I am convinced that our uh, our workshop, that our upcoming conference is not going to be the usual conference. I feel like I've really heard from the Lord that that he's going to turn up in a very different way. And so preparing the way through prayer and through just positioning our hearts for no more business as usual. Yeah, so that is, Janine alluded to ruffling the feathers. Some of my feathers got, because <laughs> I got a strategy like January of this year. It wasn't like last year's strategy. It was this year's. And Janine's then questioning everything. And I'm like, why well, can't I do that? Who's kind of grumpy for a day or two. I was. I was. <laughs> and then I had to repent and say, no, no, this is really good. My wife is actually asking very, very good questions around, let's go back and just test in. Holy Spirit is there a better strategy, uh, and which leads to a couple of others. One being uh, Ruth two, book of, the book of Ruth, Ruth chapter two, and then Second Corinthians chapter six. It talks about the day of salvation. Ruth talks about favor. It's like ask the Lord for favor in the day of favor because the day of favor is now. There's something about favor coming on us in a new way. We're seeing things happen all over. We're we turn up at a conference where we're just participants and somebody's put name badges on a seat in the second row for us, which yeah, was, was know, like super blessed and yeah, is crazy. Amazing. Yeah, amazing favor. Favor, we're putting together our first ever strategic retreat in Pennsylvania. We're going to do something in partnership with Sight and Sound. It's a theater. Just check it out. It's, it's amazing. wildly amazing. And so we reach out to them and say, is it possible to you know, do a backstage tour, uh, have a lunch with our with those that are coming on this retreat. And and they email back, here, we're going to do this, 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 this. Oh, by the way, we're going to provide lunch for you. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, my gosh. There's so many little things like that <laughs> that's been it. You are, you are right now, you're a part of this because you're watching this on a video camera that's way too fancy for just podcasting. But we got given that because someone saw what we were doing at the start of this year and said, oh, you so need to upgrade what you're doing. And so there's these upgrades, this favor, this provision that's starting to come, connections that we're seeing. So it's like, okay, are we going to come back to what do we do with it? Yeah. The other thing that I, the Lord spoke to me uh, personally, which has become a catchphrase, is uh, you've got nothing to prove and nothing to lose. And I think we can get into that thing. So for me, it was, uh, stepping into new environments and honestly it was about I'm getting stressed out because I, I didn't have dress pants to wear and I can normally wear sort of nice jeans most place that we go to minister and suddenly I needed to wear dress pants and I was all concerned could I find dress pants crazy I know it sounds crazy but it's a real thing and I and so these dress pants finding ones that actually fit became a thing for me and then I was getting all you know, stressed out about, are they going to like me or not because of my pants? I mean, how ridiculous is that? But it came down to the Lord said, you've got nothing to prove and you've got nothing to lose. And so becoming that place of, actually, I don't have to prove anything. I don't have to prove I'm as good as you. I don't have to prove that I'm spiritual or whatever those fears inside of us are. 
and the nothing to lose part I think what I'm hearing for myself and hearing really everywhere is just a new level of surrender and so I've got nothing to lose because I'm actually dead in Christ anyway I got um, baptized into his death and yes there's resurrection but I actually it's no longer I that live but Christ that lives in me so um, there is honestly this new level of surrender that is coming so daily I would say I'm laying down my life again and I think that out of surrender comes that sense of I've got nothing to lose when you've got nothing to lose it's much harder to get offended with people it's much harder so things that in the past would have annoyed me uh, all sorts of crazy little things I just now am able to let go of really really quickly um, and just and challenge your husband to do the same and challenge my husband to do the same am I doing that i I don't know that I'm doing that. I'm trying yeah, to live yeah. it out. She is. I'm trying to live it out myself first. <laughs> but really becoming less offendable and less um, just yeah, becoming aware that it's not my life anyway and everything gets laid down under under surrender to him. So those so in terms of what we're hearing God say is is that get going and I'm going with you. We're hearing him say uh, it's no longer business as usual. Be listening for his voice, even in the things that you think you've heard recently. Mm-hmm. Actually, recheck all your assumptions. Go back and listen, listen, listen. Uh, we're hearing him say, favor is now, mm-hmm. as in ask the Lord for favor. And we talk about what to do with that. And then the final one is nothing to prove and nothing to lose. Nothing to prove and nothing to lose. So super practical. How do you then take what you're hearing God say for now and apply it to what we're doing with our business, our family, our life. And they kind of all wrap up in together, kind of they all reinforce each other. So there's a bunch of things. And one of those, again, you're part of this, like you're welcome, is this get going, expanding, multiplying. We're looking into what we're doing and how we can expand what we're doing. And so we've got some real practical relationships with with marketing, looking at what we're doing with the website, looking at what we're doing with the podcast, looking at what we're doing with effectively the flow through. So you can see when someone touches us with a podcast or with a YouTube channel, where does it invite them? Leading them into a nurturing to the point of discipleship and alignment with our vision values. We're getting more serious about that because God said, get going. Like, let's go. And I'm like, okay. Have you done those notes? <laughs> so that's that's one real practical thing we're leaning to, looking at, researching, and there's a series of connections that are coming as a result of that. Yeah, and it's I think a lot of it, is, as with anything, it's about thinking differently, isn't it? So for me, I have always believed that Andy had tremendous favor. He's a gift of favor on his life, and I have felt like, you know, if you're next to the richest person, even if you've got money, you feel poor because you compare, right? So for me, I've looked at Andy, oh, you've got such favor. And the Lord's been speaking to me about having favor myself. So leaning into that and changing and saying, okay, God, thank you for favor. Thank you that I also have favor. And then leaning in and saying, what does that look like? So the Lord's been talking to me about uh, starting to post more on social media, which I'm not a huge social media person naturally. Um, it's I prefer face-to-face interaction with real people than uh, interaction over the internet. But I know that he's given me something to say and something to release into the world. So that means uh, starting to actually steward that and put it out there and believe, yes, I've got favor. So changing the mindset, working on that, and then responding. So 
I've been asking the question even this weekend. Something crazy. We were playing a particular game. And normally, Settlers of Catan, if you've never seen sea, Seafarers edition. And, you know, usually when we play, there's a bit of to and fro. One will win and then you might win a couple of games in a row. But over the weekend, I have beaten him so amazingly, like tranced him every single time for about seven or eight games in a row, where he had literally half the points uh, that I did. In fact, we had one game where I had 20, 21 points, which is what you need to win, and he had four. And so it made me just pay attention, like, what is the Lord saying? Because it was so unusual, wasn't it? That, yes, um, painful. <laughs> painful for Andy. Painful if you're Andy and uh, fun if you were me. But I did feel the Lord speaking to me. And so I'm like, okay, God, I'm getting it. I'm getting the message. You're talking to me about favor. Now, how do you want me to respond? So I've been asking that question. And the result is you'll, you'll start, to, if you're looking online for Heaven and Business, if you're looking following Janine Mason, you'll start to see uh, some words of wisdom that hopefully impact you and bring you life and bring you hope because we're listening and, and actually responding. Leading and responding that. to that. Yeah. So that second one, Janine talked about, it's no longer business as usual. So literally, we've already shared that. Yeah. We're doing our meetings differently. We've got an event coming up in Birmingham. There's a schedule you can see online. But we're actually asking the Lord, Holy Spirit, is there a change to that? And I've got some specific strategies of what we're going to do differently as a result of what we're leaning in and, and this applying of no longer business as usual. And so we're intentionally leaning in, I think, to give room and, and to lean in for the power of God to move. We're expecting, honestly, greater healings, greater amount. I felt like the Lord said as I was praying this morning, there's going to be an unusual amount and an unusual kind of grace for miracles and healings, particularly at Birmingham. So I'm excited. I don't get to go to that one, but I'm excited to hear the stories because I feel like God is partnering with us and saying, I'm not going to do business as usual either. Now, when he does not business as usual, what's that going to look oh, yeah. like? Wow, here we go. <laughs> so the next one we talked about was a favor, the time for favor. So ask for favor in the time of favor because the time of favor is now. So literally this morning, I was in a prayer room. Went to the local church. We found it's got a prayer room. So I made use of it. That's and great. I'm just strategizing, listening, praying, saying, okay, God, what does that even look like? And how do we move forward in this? And what can I test? So one of the things is going back over some relationships that I've got and actually stewarding those and saying, hey, if there's anything we can do to do it together, let me know. Uh, and so I had that phone call today. Uh, as a result of that, some of the heaven and business contact is uh, uh, some of this kind of content is going to be heading to Brazil, oh, which is pretty, pretty cool. Fun. So it's like, why? That's favor. That's expansion. So leaning into that, there's another one where uh, there is. So I asked for advice on a online platform on how to do something. And I get this private message from somebody saying, hey, uh, I had a look at what you're doing, and your your content is too valuable just to get anybody to do that. You need to do this yourself. Well, that led to a dialogue with this person. I sent them a book to say thank you, and they're giving feedback backwards and forwards. Well, it turns out they can probably help us advance what we're doing. Why? That's just favor. Uh, I mean, another situation, and a guy, random guy, messages me and says, hey, uh, your ad on Facebook has got an error in it. And straight away, I jump in there, fix it, say, wow, thank you so much. Who actually does that? And so something just simple favor and then leaning into it as a result. So you don't just say thank you. Say, hey, is, is there more here? Uh, is there a deeper relationship or just to say thank you? Well, and I think, too, you've got to realize if you're watching that 
um, something I've been specifically praying is that the things that we're experiencing would flow down. So if you're watching this, then you're a part of that. You can expect favor to start to come your way. And so just like 15 minutes ago, I got a text from our daughter. So she's part of our family. You're part of our online family. But she texts and something they've been looking for money for their mock trial team that's heading towards the next level and then hopefully to national competition. And they've run out of money as a program. And they've been asking and asking and nothing's happened. And suddenly she just texts saying that they've got one parent that wants to give a ton of money and one cent, $2,000 today. Now that might not mean much to you, but when you're a student at university, $2,000 goes a long way to help your team to get to nationals. So the favor is, is turning even for our kids, which is super fun. So, so good. And then the final one you shared. Nothing to prove and nothing to lose. Real practical. How are you applying that? How am I applying it? I'm, I'm intentionally, when I find myself feeling like, oh, I think I'm, I, when I realize that I'm trying to prove something, I actually am stopping and saying, actually, I have nothing to prove. And I settle back into and really into who I am and knowing who I am. And so recently that's meant encounters for me around God chose me and he, if he chose me, chose me to be his daughter, he chose me to be, you know, in a sense, Jesus's sister, which is a big deal for me. And so I go back to those moments when I've had encounters with him and just rest back into, no, I'm chosen. I don't have to prove anything to people. And I had the privilege over the weekend of just one of our kids that was going through a certain situation and struggling and striving and feeling like she had to prove something to a certain group. And so being able to give that away as well and saying, hey, babe, you've got nothing to prove in there. This is who you are. And whether people realize it or not doesn't actually matter as much as knowing that Jesus sees you as, as that person. That's the reality of it. So it's changing how I do all sorts of things. If I'm driving and I'm getting frustrated, I've got nothing to prove by having to be the fastest car on the road or I've got nothing to prove by... All sorts of areas where it just it's becoming aware of my internal my internal world, how that works. So. so super good. We're listening, we are leaning in, we're taking risks, we're testing, we're expanding. I encourage you to do the same is actually take some time to review what you're hearing God say and then what can you do or what are you doing as a result. And of course, we're building and we want to serve you and help you grow in your partnership with God at work and in all of life. And if you want to join us, jump on to heavenandbusiness.com backslash free dash trial. You can experience that there. Otherwise, subscribe, post a review, share this with all of your friends. And we'll see you again next week. See you.